Welcome to Spectre in the Fog, a homebrew Call of Cthulhu Chaosium game. With a new arrival, the crew is bolstered in the repairs on Astrid 5 as Jack Slater joins the team. He quickly pairs up with Ash to begin replacing the blown out hull panel on Deck 11. Meanwhile, Dave and Gary continue their work on the malfunctioning drones and Gunter, a damaged maintenance droid. Through the repair works, Dave managed to get a video of what hit the station. The video itself proved the item, a meteor most likely, was sucked back out into space during the compartment's decompression. Gary also came across a mysterious audio file buried within the subsystems of Drone 14. Copying it to a data cassette, Gary played the audio. For a moment, after the audio finished, it appears as though the two men were not alone on the 13th deck. Look, Jacob Hitler was the fucking greatest bass player of all time. You can't deny that. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> okay, we're back. Yeah. Back for another go. Um, let's do a, uh, a recap of what happened last week and try and forget that comment about... Yeah. Um, so, you guys all man managed to make your way up to the uh, the top floors of, of uh, Astrid 5 station and uh, began performing uh, the maintenance work. Um, the droids and the drones were relatively easy to repair, uh, but Drone 14 was doing some slightly weird janky stuff that was just not quite right and successfully freaked out Dave to the point where he kept eyeing the pulsating red eye of, uh, of Drone 14. While all this was going on, um, Jack Slater appeared on Astrid 5 after docking his shuttle um, and made his presence known quite early on by, you know, having a having a a brief, uh, uh, you know, back and forth of, of, of strong words with the security team uh, that were that were there to greet him, and then ultimately ended up meeting uh, Ash. Um, arranged a back and forth later on with the head of security yeah yeah no because uh because ash uh su successfully managed to charm uh the lovely six foot tall um you know rather uh powerfully built head of security memvis and she is now well she she thinks she thinks she thinks you're uh you're charming let's just put it like that you know maybe you're in there maybe you're not whatever no maybe um, you also got your ID passes, which you should have been given when you first arrive, and that's down to Tuck, uh, of facilities and the shocking, shocking security team that run Ashford 5 Station. Um, Ash and Jack head up to the 11th deck and start patching the hull breach successfully. Um, and then it things sort of came to a head where Dave managed to find video footage of what damaged the hull on the 11th deck and then also saw where it went after the hull breached and with the explosive decompression was sucked back out into space and hit the relay antenna which is now also damaged um, and then finally uh, Gary you managed to find a slightly weird audio file on 
drone 14 and decided to download it to your cassette tape um, and then played it in your data pad briefly um, in doing so you've now put this file onto the system so it's now on the main the main server for the for the orbital station um, and just for a split second at the corner of your eye you thought you saw something or someone and then um, and then it was gone and you were sort of huh. and that's um, that's where we'll um, we'll start that off Jack and Ash, while you guys are in your EVA suits um, repairing the hull, it's going really well. Um, Ash hasn't managed to put his blowtorch through the hull again, which you're very pleased with, Jack. You, you, you think it's going quite well. There is a minimal reason for you to try and uh, to try and get any more money out of the out of the company than what you're already going to try later on. And then, just out of nowhere, over your over the intercom on your on your suits you hear this sort of like strange static sound come over the comms um, and Ash just for a second while you're outside it looks as just to shout the corner of your eye like a reflection of of your of your um, EVA suit you, you think there's someone out there on the hull with you and when you turn around there's there's no one there and you think it must just be um, must be a trick of the light or you know, yeah it's neither here nor there um, and then as soon as this audio cut into your suits it then cuts back out again what do you guys do well, that fucking tuck leaning on the button again it's fucking defective equipment in this place I'm telling you look already know your tools are uh, you know messed up so you know we're not we're not going to stand for it and you know what else that ai that runs this place that's got no safety lockout you know that just like last time it's unbelievable the way this place is run it's shocking so if it all goes wrong tits up we, we can shut it down the ai <laughs> has precedent over everything there's, there's no manual override there's nothing it's like you know the incident all over again on Believable. Right, how much more we gotta go? Because I don't want to be here anymore. This place is fucking shit. Did something happen? Did something happen just then? Uh, I think it's just a static and uh, just well timed with a trick of the light. It looked like there was something out here, but nah. You've uh, you know you've not been um, you know engaging in recreational chemicals while on board the the, the vessel, have you? Not today. Between you and me, you know. By the way, if you need help with the, that yawning test, I'll, I'll sort you out. But you know, I'm just asking because normally you don't see things out, out in space. Space is boring. Nothing ever happens in space. Well, I wouldn't say I saw something. It was more just, you know, when a bit of light just suddenly gets blocked, like there's something coming across and making a shadow. But more like that. So not there's something there. Ah, I don't know. Probably just a... space debris. That's yeah. what it is. Let's Just see. well timed for the stack. Let's have a look. I'm going to see if I can pick up anything on the scanners. Uh, if I can detect anything either on the scanners on on his suit or on. Yeah, you know. yeah. Do me a uh, computer roll so you can sort of tap in on your little data pad that's on the on the EVA suit so you can check both your vitals and see whether 
maybe there's like a carbon monoxide breach or something like that. No, I'm actually scanning the exterior. Are you going to scan the exterior? Okay. Yeah. Well, you can, yeah, you can still do that. But yeah, go on. G give me the computer roll. Let me have a look. Ooh. These data pads do link to the station, so you should be able to use the station. The... Saying electrical repair, no computer. Yeah, yeah. Because you're trying to use your you know, knowledge of stuff, so. 11 versus 40, hard success. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, cool. So you, um, you do your, um, your sort of like sensor scan um, and you sort of go through the spectrum like you know different light spectrums and uh, also sort of like different readouts like radiation and you know atmospheric pressure all that different stuff um, you do notice that on the readout there might have been like a slight blip sort of around the time that Ash says he thought he saw something but it it, it could have just been an atmospheric thing you know like something something moving around um you know nothing um when i say something moving around sort of like just just the movement of the station might have caused an electrical impulse or something like that but you don't are think there it's any external cameras on the uh, station uh, there are no external cameras other than the drones that that patrol the station but the drones you can't check their cameras uh, via the data pads, you need to you need to have secure access for that. So you can only check that from the security office or well from no. the thirteenth deck where you can get onto their control panel. Or you could hack into one of the drones. And, yeah. I mean, you could try. Well, and there hack weren't into any drones out there at the time, or were there? Were there any drones out there? Uh, there's always drones patrolling the station, doing other bits yeah. and pieces. Well, um, I'll tell that drone to come in for a um, for maintenance check. Any drones that were on the surface. Okay, um, you're gonna have to uh, have to really spend. Even though with your hard success, it's gonna be a little bit of a little bit of time. It's not gonna be an instantaneous thing, but you can start cracking on with that and like leave leave like a a power shell. Fucking off! Hate power shell. You can leave like a power shell running to uh, to draw the drone in uh, to range where you can um, you can then grab it and do whatever you want with it. Well, can I tell it to go back to the maintenance bay and then we can go up and? Uh, yeah, you can. You can alter its um, alter its, alter its patrol path. Sorry. All right. Okay. So yeah, okay, cool. So that would be drone uh, seven that you've managed to grab with your with your little data hack. Um, and uh, as you do that, uh, Dave, is your at the control panel, and you can kind of see that the, there's a blip telling you that Drone 7's coming in early from patrol for maintenance, quotey fingers, um, which is a little bit odd. It's not due for maintenance anytime soon, but maybe it's maybe it's picked up something on its sensors and it's heading in. But you do notice that. Uh, I'm just going to call out, Gary, did you did you tell one of the drones to come in early? Uh, not me, I think. All right, um... I'm going to have a look at Drone 7. Maybe something wrong with it. Righto. Yeah. Um, if, if we're in the middle of something, uh, uh, like, I guess we're just walking back at that point. Um, what was that drone? Was it Drone 13 was the one we were talking about before? 14. 14. 14, sorry. It was a bit, yeah, a bit odd. Um, so I'd just say back to him. I'll go have a look at, quick look at Drone 14 that was playing that. Mm, yeah, creepy bastard drone, that one. Yeah, I mean you, the, the the actual maintenance repair on the on the on the drones themselves 
are complete. But now you've got Drone 7 coming back, you think you're going to be probably in there for another half hour, uh, possibly doing some diagnostics on it. But uh, yeah, you make your way back to uh, to Drone 14. What what would you like to do to it? I mean, you have you have already cribbed the audio file of it, and it does look as though it's functioning correctly now. I th what I think what would you like to do? Uh, you can I'm... hear the air quotes when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's functioning correctly. Uh, I, think, I think I think what you need to know is that's IT speak for it's working. Please don't bother me anymore. Go away. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, I think it would be more checking to see if it looks like it's been disturbed more than anything else. Like if it's moved or, um, you know, if anything's out of place from when we left it. Because we would have only left it 20, 30 minutes prior, wouldn't we? I mean, you guys, you guys haven't... It's still been in eyeshot. I mean, you're, you're just still sort of like okay. milling around up there. So it's, you're not been away from it too long but you know you can you can give it once over make sure it's not doing that weird um, yeah, not like rattling or stuff. something like that yeah you know, yeah, no, it's just, yeah no it's just completely idle it's doing what all the other drones in the um in the service base are doing it's just it's just yeah. sitting there uh, completely inactive um, Fair you, can, you can plug your data pad back into it again if you want to and do a little another system scan but no no, no. It's, it, it looks like it's fine it's fine that's cool. it job cool. done Perfect. Um, so while you're doing that, Dave and Jack, you can you're, you're both tracking Drone Seven, and you can see it's actually making its way up. It was it was further down the station. It was probably more hovering around sort of like deck four. So it's gonna it's gonna take a it's gonna take it a, you know maybe five five minutes or so to make its way to the to the hangar bay, coming through the airlock, and then you know, maybe another five minutes for it to find its bay. Um, so Jack, what would you like to do? Is it appears as though the repairs on the whole are sort of slowly getting to a point now where you're probably not needed on the inside doing any doing any welding at the moment. What would you like to do? Well, is if uh, if there's still someone outside, I'm going to be still monitoring that they're safe and uh, mm -hmm. keeping that sorted out. Um, I don't think. I mean, because I might just leave them out there. I mean, I don't know. You might want to just leave them out there and go do your own thing. No, no, it's not not health and safety. That. <laughs> Besides, I'll uh, yeah, I'll sit around and maybe uh, open up the uh, station station logs and communications and just see what's publicly on offer. Anything interesting? Anything uh, I might notice out of the ordinary about the station? Yeah. Okay. So you um, you start filtering through the. Uh the station's equivalent of like a sort of like a Facebook feed I guess that has you know what's been going on and there's like there's like a message from Tuck saying you know it's all right like a written message but you read it in his accent it's like it's like hey up happy travelers just so you know we got pie and mash on in the mess hall today so you know make your way down as and when it's been serving from five until nine sort of thing it's like shit like that as you're scrolling through um you get like a like a like your screen just flashes for a second and then you get uh, an advertisement pop up because obviously the company are cheapskates and they sell advertising to third-party companies to sell their products to you and blaring at full sound it's 
It's, hi, I'm Barry Scott, and this is the new future Slip Bang 2055. Do you want to get bloodstains out of your toilet? I know I do. And it just carries on like that. You're hitting the X in the top corner like, no, no, go away, go away. There's a message coming up saying, you want, do you want to subscribe to premium membership so you don't see any adverts? It's stuff like that. Um, and you, you're, you're trapped watching watching future Barry Scott, who's basically a hologram of the original Barry Scott that you would never have known. Um, well, in fact, his name isn't even Barry Scott. No, it's not. It's something completely different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're you're you're, 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 sort of, you're sort of stuck there, and just Ash over the comms, you can kind of hear this sort of like this static cutting in, and it's like it's like, and with only four sprays, yes, four sprays and one clean wipe, you can get those bloody shit stains out of your toilet, skippity lip. And you're like, what the fuck is this? You know, you asked me about taking a recreational on the job. Yeah. Is there anything you want to tell me? It sounds like you're having a bit of a shitty problem. Well, you know, this is just uh, typical of these other company. We're out in the middle of fucking nowhere, nowhere near anything that can, you know, buy anything, and I'm being sold a cleaning product, you know, by by another by, by another corporation. It's outrageous. Oh, is it all um, locked behind a paywall? One of those. It's just uh, I'm trying to look at system messages. Let's see if, yeah, can, yeah, yeah. if we can bring this uh, this bloody AI up. Oh, give it Jerry. Oh, he's got a way around it. Clem, can you hear me? You hear Hello. Oh, oh, is that you? Where could it be? Well, you know, you've got a very ominous, ominous voice. You know, are you sure you're not evil? Listen, I love talking to these AI's son. There's a long uh, pause, uh, and a little um, spinny dial comes up on screen. It's no. Still... no, no, not evil. All right, all right. Can you get rid of these chuffing adverts? Because I, I, I don't want no more of them. This, this is this is a assault to my civil liberties. No problem. First things first. Please insert your credit card number. Oh no no! I've had this before. I've had this before. I had I lost I lost uh, two hundred credits doing this. No, I'm not 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 giving you no no pay details. No, I just want to, I want an ad blocker. There's another long pause where this uh, this circle comes up. Ad blockers have been banned. We have made note of your request. Oh, huh. thank you, thank you. You believe this? If you would like to unban yourself, please insert a friendly card details. Oh, this is this is outrageous. How am I supposed to do my work? How am I supposed to listen to Mr. Braithwaite's amazing pronouncements that fill me with uh, with with love? <laughs> if I can't get access to company systems. Of course you can. Just wait ten seconds for this outbreak. And then I'm it's just like going to turn a, my pad off. <laughs> oh no, just just you're about to turn it off. It's like here at Lifetime Records, we know that you love those classic 80s rock ballads. So here we are again, saying them to you once more. Get the full collection. I want to know what 80s. love is. Yeah, yeah, it's just that on like <laughs> fucking loop. 
Well, really, really loud and really, really distorted. Two, two out of three ain't bad. Ash would start singing yeah. along if that came on. It'd be like a car driving to nowhere, just like saying all the hits and then a bunch of like songs your dad loves. Yeah, yeah. There'd be like one track on there that you really like, but it's like literally two seconds of it. Yeah. <laughs> Digital watch tunes. They start so you drive are, time. You are number seven in the queue. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a yeah. It's, it's just sort of like people walking on a beach, like a couple with like you know those like linen shirts on with like the, the sun going down and the water the, the the waves coming in over their feet and it's just playing like shitty um well not shitty it's just playing like 80s 80s rock ballads in the background that we've all heard yeah then millions of times. comes back up over the whole thing uh, and goes this could be you i i don't think i could live if if that was me i would be uh you know <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to cope with myself. No, all right. You just... wouldn't. You wouldn't enjoy several years of rock ballads. Right. This, like this, this. If you heard this, Ash, this, this machine is malfunctioning already. It thinks I'm into eighties cock rock. <laughs> he just cut into Ash, going, "I want you to show oh, me." Yeah, left. Bloody hell. <laughs> Sell it to him. That's still playing underneath Prim. Ask if you want to listen to thousands of years of, of soft rock. Understood. Perhaps. Cock rock is not for you. I will update your amitatic preferences. And then with that, a whole list of like, do you like sport? What kind of sport do you like? Oh, it doesn't are ask him about politics? it, it just updates them. Do you have any defiant jazz? The foreign Jews. <laughs> However, I do have I compliant jazz. No, no, alright. Compliant jazz starts playing. Oh. Uh, yeah. Gonna, it's like that not... really, really shit jazz that, like, you know, what is this? It's not even good. Like, like, real, like... real elevator jazz music. Oh, no, it's like, I mean, it's like, it's like. Like shit's going on that doesn't follow the tune. It's just really Smooth. egregious. Right. I've got to get back to work. Another thought I'd say that I've got to get back to work, Grim. I don't want to listen to any more of this. I'm going to have to. productive day. <laughs> oh. Why did I sign up for this bloody place? Okay, as, as, you, as you're about to get back to work, you get a notification telling you that. Um, uh, Drone Seven has entered the uh, the hangar bay. And, yeah, uh, let's let's get going. I got to go and look at that drone. See what that was outside. We might have a corporate uh, malfeasance case on our hands. Have I all finished outside? Do I need to? Um, yeah, you're pretty much you're pretty much done. This 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 world hasn't taken as long as you thought it was going to take. Um, you know, it, it looks like it's going to hold. It looks decent. You've obviously. Uh, Done a shallow, um, like cut into the um, into the uh, the new panel you've put on there, signing it. How, how do you want to sign it? Ooh, how childish is Ash? Well, I mean, I if, mean, if let's, he's based, let's if he's based on um, on on uh, yeah, I on think, I think, I think he would probably draw a dick. 
would, would he not put hail to the king, baby? That's true. Actually, yeah. That's much more on brand. Yeah. Yep. Hail to the king, baby. Perfect, perfect. A northern accent. <laughs> hail to king, baby. With that, you um, you can hear on the, on the outside the... Um, uh, Jack, the mag, the boots of the heavy loader that um, that Ash was using, he's like clumping along as he's making his way back towards the airlock. Um, and then a few minutes later, you sort of you, you see him come in again, uh, just in his EVA suit at this point. Um, so yeah, you, are you two going to head up to the thirteenth uh, floor then? Aye. Uh, if there's anything else for us here, is uh, kind of done what we needed to do. I was going to check on the other lock. Cool. Okay. Well, you guys head back to the elevator and you make your way up. On the uh, 13th floor, uh, Dave and Gary, you you two uh, see Drone 7 come in and dock itself in ne next to Drone 8, ready for its maintenance. Uh, what are you going to do? I mean, I guess we, we would know about this, right? We don't, actually. Well, no. Random one. Dave's just going to give a look over the outside of it to see if he can see anything wrong with it. Um, no, it looks it looks completely fine. There's no damage, no nicks, no dents, no scuff marks. It looks... He's going to look over at Gary and go, eh. I think this is your specialty. I can't see fuck all wrong with it. Um, right and, so. and then Dave's going to wander down to the uh, control panel that he searched before to find the video and start looking at stuff for drone 7 just see if there's any error messages in there all right cool um i'll need a i, I, won't, I won't require a computer off you. you you're already in the system as it were um fair enough gary what are you gonna do um i i guess i'm looking at the drone all right i well, will send word up that uh, i'm going to come and look at drone 7 if you know it's taken that long for us to get is, up there is it going to be a is it going to be a text message with lots of emojis in it no, no, no. Just a nice and simple. Uh, just saying a, a JS note. Uh, want to examine drone seven? Kiss. Keep it. Kiss. 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 Hug. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that sent to all of us, or is that just sent to Dave, or just sent to Gary? Or... I'll send it to the the drone location, basically the, oh, okay. the maintenance bay, as a, as, a, as a little message. Well, I don't know who's I, there. I don't, I don't oh, know so hang on. So if, if you sent you sent a text message that then gets read out as if it's an audio message, like it does on an old analog analog phone when someone sends a text message to a landline. However, it works in the maintenance bay. I think I think that's what you've done, and I think Prim's going to have to read out this message and and uh, and let us know what, what what's actually said. He looks like you're trying to send a message. Would you like some help? Hello. I just, I, I just, I just, uh, I just sent a message. I want you to send the message that I just sent. That's what. That's the kind of help I need, mate. So you'd like some help? That that would be uh, your function. Yeah. My you function is the personnel radio interface and the machine manager. No, I want you to send this message to maintenance bear that I have just typed in using my little on-screen keyboard. You know. No problem. To it, yeah, that's it. Oh. Cool. On uh, on the thirteenth deck, 
um, over the Tannoy system, you get like a like an audible sort of like you're know, like in um, like a sort of like your camping sites, you get that boom 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 sort of audio message come up, and then uh, and then. Hello, campers. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, campers. Good morning, campers. And now a message from Jack. Hello, I'm just going up to start to have a look at uh, number seven. <laughs> you know, the maintenance part. Elite. <laughs> That's it. Are you doing the whole tuck thing? Like, have I sent it? Has it has it gone? Has I it... certainly hope it has. No, I'm not doing that. Cool. So that 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 plays over the Tannoy system. Um, while you're uh, while you're about to sort of begin your your maintenance check, I guess on this uh, on this drone, Gary. Um, what exactly do you want to do with the drone? What 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 checks do you want to do on it? Um, I guess just some. I guess it would just be more routine stuff. Um, yeah. I, if, it, if it's just one that's arrived, just to give it a quick once-over, uh, nothing special, you know, see if it's on fire or missing yeah. any thrusters or, you know... I mean, the, the visual... In, yeah, I mean, the visual inspection has been has been completed by Dave, so this is more sort of like a software inspection that you're doing now. You need to get under the hood, as it were. Does it turn on? It does turn on, yes, it is, is actually on. Is it on my list of things to do? It's not on your list of things to do, no. Then that's good enough for me. I'm moving on. <laughs> Gary is not a proactive person. <laughs> as soon as you do that, the lift opens up like... And uh, and uh, Jack and Ash appear. So you end up coming out onto this uh, massive donut-shaped circular corridor that seems to go on forever. It just wraps around the entire station. And flying up and down it, you can see drones that are heading back to their pods and then heading out towards the, towards the airlock to go out. But there's also these droids walking up and down, performing menial tasks. Um, they're clearly robotic and they're wearing overalls. Um, the problem is they all have proximity, proximity sensors in them that trigger every time they come across something that's vaguely humanoid shaped or like the right mass and dimensions. They're very basic. Um, they're cheap. They're basically cheap droids. Yeah, the company doesn't want to spend too much money on this. But every time one of them senses you, they're like, "Oh, hello, good morning. What fine weather we're having." And then they carry on. And then another one goes, "Oh, hello. What fine weather we're having. Can I help you?" We're in space, mate. There's no chuffing weather, so shut the f up. Oh, hello. You seem to be a bit down in the dumps today. Maybe I can help. That's because they live in an endless corporate nightmare, and Earth is about to be swallowed up by a by a strange, mysterious force. You know, so you try having a good day. Upon hearing that, Dave's just going to lean in and goes, "And finally, the moon will be free, you bastards." You what? Oh, hello. I can sense some hostilities. Maybe a cup of tea. You got tea? Oh. No, there's nothing. Tea, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing. It's just pre-programmed responses in the droids. Pull your knickers up and make us a cup of tea. That guy's gonna leave it around. But not worth it later. They're all gobshites. Cheap, 
garbage drones. Fuckers will not shut up. What? <laughs> I just like want I just like talking to them because they they crack me up. Every now and again, one of the droids will get a bit too close to each other, which will trigger the sensor, and then they'll start having a conversation between themselves, which is like oh, really man. weird. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But you can imagine it. Oh, I'm going to do it. Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? Hello, I am fine. Would you like my mop? Oh, hello. I don't like mops. I like feather dusters. Would you like to buy this Sillit bang? No, thank you. It goes on like that just forever. They get caught in like, you know, you know when you get like one of those auto reply loops in email, it just keeps going on forever. They basically just get stuck like that until they until their batteries uh, die. And another drone puts them back in the um, back into their sort of charging slot. So just bearing in mind while you guys are having this conversation, you need to imagine that constantly in the background, this incredibly asinine, monotone droid conversation, which goes nowhere, is going on in the background. What do you all do? Well, never to Slater, guy. Got the data for Drone 7 here. Alright. You got the uh, camera logs? I'm assuming I can get that. Yep, yep. No, you can get the camera logs up. Alright. I'll plug right it into my personal PDA and kind of spool forward to the place where we saw the strange shape. Okay, yeah. cool. So you. You literally have to manually connect a, uh, a a serial cable between the droid and the data pad to transfer the data um, over to your pad. Um, but you can you can do that. It's like a it's like a stream basically. You're not physically moving the data. You're just viewing it from from a core location. But you can do that. You had some something strange happen while Ash was out on outside a station. Just going to check it out. Case is the corporate malfeasance case as usual. I don't think, don't think we met, by the way. I'm, I'm Slater, Jack Slater. Ah, Dave Holland, this is Hannah. I know you by reputation, Mr. Slater. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, aye, aye. I don't know that Braithwaite who runs this shit show. He is a right idiot. Well, I so didn't want to be the one to say it, but uh, it's glad to know we're on the same wavelength. Mm. And who's your, who's your pal here? Well, that is Gary. He's our drone specialist. He'll be uh, looking over number seven there. Was there any damage to it? No, no. I brought it in to have a look at these these tapes. You see. Uh, Let's have a look. Have, uh, you have ash patching the hole then. Oh, I. Well, I didn't have it. Braithwaite sent him up here. But yeah. yeah. As you say yeah, that, you can. You can see that Ash is there, just sort of standing behind him. Like you just completely ignored him. You're like, oh, no, Ash is here. Oh, yeah. Ah, Ashy boy. Well, I found out what caused the hole. And I'll pull up that video. Looks like we had an impact and then uh, sucked the debris back out from the decompression. Reckon it's uh, clipped the aerial as well. We're going to have to get out there with some special equipment. But uh, that's going to require um, some sewing offs and safety checks and everything else for I want house going out there messing going both EVA and messing with electricals. Aye. I found a bit of the uh, yeah, debris from asteroid. 
clearly they're not got proper defensive set up around uh, around the, the station. That kind of thing could happen at any moment. And who wants to be sucked off into space? And uh, sorry, I should rephrase that. Ash starts raising his hand. Who wants to be sucked <laughs> off in space? I can tell you, this fellow does. He was floating with security. <laughs> I like uh, how the rephrasing made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you seen that? Uh, that Memphis is that, is that a first name or second name? I can't, Actually, I can't work it out. Prim pipes it. Prim pipes off from the speakers. Several hundred people have requested to be sucked off in space. See, he's listening even now. I mean, is is that a service you provide, Prim? And if so, how do I get my name on the list? Oh, I, I don't know. I've been sucked off by a computer before. It was not very pleasant. It is not a service as I defy. <laughs> I apologize. However, however, on deck three, there is a malfunctioning vacuum unit. You blew it to one stone, perhaps. <laughs> Good to know. I'll, I'll, Mr. Braithwaite's personal uh, uh, friend, I expect. I didn't say I don't like to give people a low idea. <laughs> but you do advertise a robot whore on, on deck three, I see. Well, I'll, I'll take it under advisement. Dave's going to look down at the work log. Look, it's not ours to repair. I wouldn't risk it, personally. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't, don't repair that vacuum cleaner. Braithwaite will get well pissed off. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. Not on my job list. Right, let's have a look at this video. I'll, I'll have a look at the, um, <laughs> after that diversion, look at the, uh, what was happening at the time that the strange shape appeared. See if it's Yes, yeah, so you, uh, you, you start watching through this video and uh, there's nothing that gets picked up on the camera of the, of the drone. All you see is Ash like turning around for a second and then doing like a double take, shrugging his shoulders, and then going back to work. There's no sort of like. So there's no shadow at all. No, there's no. Over. There's no sort of thing there. At least not on not on like a like a standard sort of spectrum, if you like, like the sort of what we could see. Um, the the drones do pick up in other. Um, other spectrums, like you know, sort of like you know, infrared and stuff like that, and they can see radiation, etc. I don't know if you wanted to check that as well. Yeah, I'll cycle through whatever modes it yeah. has. Okay, so you start cycling through. Um, you get to the infrared, um, and there seems to be maybe for like a momentary second something blips and it's not there because the drones in the right place you would most likely surmise it's actually a defect with the drone and it's not something visual but it does seem to happen at the same time that ash seems to turn around and there's like is there a shape or no it's very in indescript um 
it's is very it like small. a pattern of interference or is that a single shape? No, it's like literally just like a little like a little tiny like flash. Like if you if you're watching one of those ghost shows and they're like, Oh my god, there's a there's an orb on the screen, oh and it's like like pissing their pants everywhere and it's just a bit of dust or something floating across the camera. It's like that kind of thing. Like it's very insignificant and very momentary the thing that you see it's like it's, it's barely there for a second but you just notice it because i'll take a still image of it so i can see it at its at its zenith okay and the still image looks like an erect penis i'm joking it doesn't look like that it doesn't look like that. it's fine it's cool it's just that it's just a little flash like a little flash so we put a dick on this ass we should see you <laughs> uh which device I, I don't see nothing mate i don't nothing happened you must oh. maybe it's all in your head, mate. There's this. I mean, I wasn't which looks sure. Almost, but not quite like, like a dick. Well, Mister Slater, uh, given your interest in the um, malfunctioning of drones, Gary, do, do you want to show him what you found in the code in drone fourteen? Oh, I. Oh, fine. Um. I guess I've got it on my on my like data pad thing, haven't I? Yeah, it's on a cassette tape, Ben. It's Was it like cassette tape. tape? Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll play it just out loud for everyone to hear. Okay, cool. You start playing this really, you know, weird staticky kind of white noise sound with what you all sort of like hear because this is. This is like very similar to the sound that the Jack and Ash heard a little while ago, and for Dave and Gary, it's it seems a little bit clearer than it did before. Maybe it's like you're picking up on other bits, other bits of the sound which is there. Like maybe there's there's definitely some sort of maybe some sort of speaking something, but you're not too sure, and then. You, you, you cut the sound off. Dave's going to look out at Gary. Did you did you tidy that audio up? Uh, no. Exactly the same as it was. Huh. Although I don't think that Gary was listening too much. He's just kind of written it off, I think, at this point. Huh. Sound, sounds a little different. Maybe, maybe the acoustics have changed. Maybe your moon potatoes interfering with it. My lucky moon potato does not interfere with audio equipment. Oh wait, does it? It's sort of it's this very sort of dull metallic lump, roughly the shape of a potato out of a pocket, and just starts moving it towards the speaker just to see if he gets any feedback, like it might be magnetic. No, there's no feedback at all. It's just. Uh, I know they're not like because there's nothing special about moon potatoes. They're just ironed out regolith. Okay, all right. We draw fucking moon potato law. <laughs> Jesus. I I create moon potatoes. I get to decide the law on how shit they are. Um, <laughs> the only thing they're good for is putting in a sock and smashing someone over the head with. That is literally their one purpose. You dare not eat them. Not true. They're also good as your drill bit holder. Yeah. Okay. But they took that so away from me. Are you saying you heard something different last time you listened to that? I uh, just... I don't know. Sounded... Sounded clearer this time somehow. Like, you, you know, like when you... 
You know, like when you listen to something that somebody's taped off the radio and then you hear the proper LP version. Do you know the difference? It's like that. Don't, don't talk to me about music. I've had a very bad experience recently with music. But yeah, I kind of know what you mean. As so you, like, um... you said it was clearer before. No, it's clearer now. Let's have another listen. Play it back. As just just before you you well, as you say that, you feel the uh, entire station sort of uh, shudder slightly, and that's the as you know, as uh, Tuck announced maybe about an hour ago that the collection module is now making its way back up to the main station due to adverse weather conditions uh, in the mining zone, and there's this sort of like quivering sort of sensation that happens to the station not like it's it's hyper noticeable but for for you guys who aren't used to being on this station in particular it's a little bit like oh, things are vibrating slightly um, giggity <laughs> yeah are you going to play that audio file again uh, Gary or uh, yeah yeah sure you're just, you're just gonna do what Jack yeah. says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't care. Just, you know, it just goes with it. Just right. he's, he's gonna like begrudgingly, I say, do it again. Because he's kind of like half. He, he, you know, he played the audio file. I think Gary would have played the audio file and then started putting like the tablet away, um, and then he would have had to kind of get it back out, and he would have just been a bit miffed about it. So, just be like, <sighs> just play it again. Okay, and again, you get the you get the white noise, and uh, you get the you get the static, and uh, yeah, no, there's. I mean, it sounds like there could be something else in there. Definitely, it's sounding a little bit sharper to you this time, Jack and Ash. But that may be because you're you're tuned in, you're hyper listening to this to this audio. Um, and to uh, Dave and Gary th yeah no this is um, sharper like there's just a tiny smidgen more definition to this audio file and then uh, Gary you, you turn it off yep but we can't make out any of the words no it's it, it's 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 a sound of some sort of verbal like verbal projection in there not something electronic or whatever but like an actual like it could be something there but it could just be the white noise playing tricks on your mind spooky you know I mean why does it get better every time you play it maybe if you listen to it enough the, some little girl will crawl out of it and eat you so you know proper spooky mm, <laughs> I don't like romantic comedies no 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 yeah well um Basically, your works are complete. You know, you guys have done your job. So, essentially, at this point now, you can actually all head down to um, the fifth deck, and uh, you know, maybe head back to your shuttles or go get some grub on the mess you know, hall. Is there like a, a recreational area other than deck three's vacuum cleaner well, on this station? Deck three is actually housing, so there would be sort of like things like vacuum cleaners in there. The recreation area is uh, the fourth deck, which has the mess hall and then it has sort of like a, a cinema, like a games room, you know, sort of like 
uh, mini sort of like five-a-side football pitches and stuff like that. You know, I mean, like, you need to imagine like this station is this space station is fucking big. Yeah. Pub. Fancy going to pub? Is it, there better be a pub, right? Um, I mean, there's a there's a big sort of like food hall kind of place that sells like um, alcohol and food and that. I'm talking about a pub, you know, a snooker table, maybe a dartboard. I mean, there are snooker tables and dartboards, but there's no pubs. Not even you like tell you know. Nobody from the moon has been here because we'd have set up a fucking bar. Well, back in Euro Hub Zone 17, you know, we 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 also have pubs, like any bloody you know place that as people should have a bloody pub, and it's run by a. Uncivilized not to have one. Well, it's, it's not right. We should set up a pub. All right, let's go and take a look. Someone might set one up by now. <laughs> Do you know the first thing they built when they settled New Edinburgh? The fucking pub. Uh, you know, the moon is famous for its alcoholics. You know, it's a very, very difficult place. You calling my people a bunch of drunks? Because you're fucking yeah. right we are. Yeah, as as I mean, you say that, like you guys enter the lift and like the doors close as you're now in an enclosed space, um, and uh, Prim, you start playing that smooth jazz again in the background. Oh, are you here for compliant sheriff? I tell you what, why don't you play the last ten years worth of victories of the Eurovision fucking and song contest? Because we've won them all, you bastards. The Eurovision song contest was made illegal outlawed and removed from the history books in the year 2031. We talk about the underground illicit. You're revisionist history trying to wipe out my people's addition to fucking history and culture and society. If there's one thing I ate more than this smooth jazz, it's fucking moon music. I'm not listening to that weird techno shit again. <laughs> you should have too. Moon music. Well, no, I don't want to listen to any more of that moon music. It's loony. <laughs> like strobe lights come down from the ceiling. Minimalist techno. And, and yet, weirdly, it. there are definitely some pan pipes going in this. Oh, dear. Pan pipes and minimalist techno. It's like a living nightmare. You people have got a lot to answer for. That's a crime. That is that noise. It actually is a crime. That's why without board. And yet you're playing it, Prim. Explain that one. <laughs> I am designed to aid any human ability on this ship. Also, I'm not probable. Thirteen plates have been demoted from you for nothing to illegal news here. Let's get to let's get to the non-pub and drink ourselves into a stupor. Well, uh, you guys, uh, <laughs> the lift stops on deck five, and you guys are still in your EVA suits. And uh, you step out to um, a lot of like movement um, and people sort of walking, like, you know, busy themselves getting ready as um, the collection module you hear sort of like a like a clunk and like the station really sort of like moves a bit. And some like you know, one of the guys in the security desk sort of like grabs hold of his cup of coffee like, oh, shit. They should really fucking fix those inertial dampeners. Shouldn't they tuck your fucking useless bastard? And just from the wind, like this little window opens up on the security, on, on the facilities cabin that's above the security hut. And it's like, this sort of like, you know, portly gentleman leans out. It's like, 
Hey up, lad, there's no need for that sort of language, you know. I'm getting round to it, you know. Budget cuts and all of that, I don't know. Here, Breathwaite, where's where's the bloody pub? What? Oh, it's, it's you lot, is it? Oh, no, not fucking Jack Slater again. Oh, Christ on a bike. Breathwaite, we, us, us as workers, it's union stipulated that we have an appropriate entertainment section for our post-work, you know, recreation. And a, a cafeteria don't cut it, mate. You know, we're a bit we're a bit busy at the moment. Just look at the map. We've got a, you know, collection modules coming back up and just connected. And and, and, and oh, I don't know. We've got we got a frigate turning up to collect what we've mined, and we haven't oh, we haven't met our quota. I don't know. It's it's gonna be here soon. Oh, then we're gonna need more people on station. I don't know. This is all very oh. Valerie, get me a tea, will you? Put on the fucking kettle, and he closes the window to his uh, to his cabin. Play that poor bloke some smooth jazz for a couple of hours. That'll sort him out. No problem. Just just out of interest, Prim, do you actually play smooth jazz, or do you start playing the mute music in his cabin (laughs) with strobe lights? Um, actually, does uh, do you outrank him? Me? No. No. Oh. No. 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 Then, uh, <laughs> no problem, don't do it. <laughs> cool. Um, well, with, um, with that, um, you can kind of see that, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people buzzing around this, this fifth deck at the minute. Um, because there's such a large influx of, uh, of workers coming up from the collection module, and no one's actually heading back out because at the moment the actual winds where the collection module situates itself they're just too strong and there's a chance of it breaking the connection between the module and the station and the module plummet towards the planet and kill everyone on on the module like what happened five years ago so they don't want a repeat of that again um so the station's sort of getting to capacity it's a very rare occurrence that everyone is on station all at the same time. And because of that, there's now loads of like guys and girls just heading to the fourth deck for their for their R&R. You know, these, they, they've been out on this station, on this collection module now for, you know, the closest thing to, uh, you know, to two, three months. You know, they, they, it becomes its own little community, if you like. It's, it, it sustains itself. And now they're all heading to one area of the station and Memphis doesn't have enough security crew and she's sort of pulling her hair out and she's sort of marshalling her security team within that within that security area, sort of like marching up and down and dragging more people in. Um, and you just... Can you guys all give me a listen roll? Everyone, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 70 out of 20. Ooh. Four for fifty-five. Oh, no, no, hold on. Four, that's four, that's great. We both have fifty-seven to twenty. Sixty-two to fifty-five. Yeah. Okay, so we got Gary failed sixty-two to fifty-five. Ash failed twenty-seven to twenty. Not bad. But Dave, yeah, you get a you get an extreme success with your four to fifty-five. Um, that new music helped clear my ears out. You very clearly hear. Memphis trying to talk in a hushed tone but then her voice elevates and she's like that bloody Remy Grubin is 
coming back on deck again. You know, we need to watch him. We know what he's like. Just keep him contained. And then they start talking about other bits and pieces. But that, just the way that she said that just sticks in your head as it being a bit a bit unusual that someone out of a crew of about 375 people would literally single out one man on the entire station that she's actually either irritated by, annoyed by, or worried by. What, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with this information? You're going to keep it to yourself? You're going to pass it on? In a very hushed tone, I'll go up to the only person who I know may know something is already working with us, so I'll go up to Slater and... Uh... Ah, Mr. Slater. Do you know a Remy Rubens? Rubens. 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 Let me have a look, and I'll check my pad. I've obviously got my, my union pad about... Um, yeah, no. Yeah. At this point, you would be... Um, you'd probably be doing a bit of bullshitting, because you know exactly who Remy is. Remy's your contact on the ship, because, as we discussed in our Session Zero, you... I mean, obviously you're a union guy and you know, you're doing your bits and pieces, but you've also got your side hustle with your contraband. And Remy is your man on station who you sell your goods to. Well, you know, Remy, he's a, he's a fully paid up union member, nice fella. Uh, and if you ever need anything, you know, that isn't strictly on the books, he might be able to sort you out, Andy, if you get what I mean. Ah. Good lad, good lad. You know, you uh, you moon boys are, uh, you know, you're not you're not grasses. I know that. So you know, just keep it under your hat. Obviously, security, you know, they don't like him. Well, Miss, uh, your security woman over there, Miss uh, of Valkyrie, like, she was uh, mentioning him by name, and I thought it might be uh, something worth paying attention to. Oh, I didn't know he was on. Oh, radar. All right. All right. I'll keep it under me hat. Ash, you hear Valkyrie-like, and uh, obviously your attention is grabbed at that point. What do you do? Mm. I just kind of, like, um, pop my head up and uh, lean in a little bit. And, uh, we talking about my date tonight. Ah. Are you shagging her? Like, I'll not, magic. but... Well, you know, I mean, I'll just, I mean, good luck to you, mate. She might well, break your pelvis. Mate, thick thighs save lives, I'm telling you. Well, look, if your boy needs a distraction, my man Ashy there, he's a distraction. <laughs> Ash, as you, as you look over to, um, to, uh, Memphis doing her thing, it's sort of like everything, you get that sort of like, um, you're the soft focus. <laughs> Why do birds? <laughs> <laughs> and there's sort of like, like, sort of like sparkles and stuff. And she sort of like turns around, but she's just really aggressive, and she's like pointing at people. She's grabbing one guy by like the scruff of his collar and like screaming at him. But you can see her her luscious brown locks that are sort of hanging down from her security hat. Yeah, to him, like, this is all in like in slow mo. Like she's yeah. grabbing a guy and shaking him, but her hair's flowing. Yeah, no, it is. What the fuck like are you proper... doing? You useless. Suddenly appears. Sexy <laughs> police it, brutality. Is, is, is the, the the Halo knockoff woman from Wreck It Ralph is all I'm picturing. <laughs> so yeah, that's all going on. Uh, what are you guys gonna do? You gonna you gonna head down to deck four or? Yeah, we're finding the pub. 
Aye. And you know what? If there's not a fucking pub, as a proud citizen of the moon, it's my duty to set up a fucking pub. And I'll probably call it O'Reilly's, even though that's not my name. Well, you're right there. If, if they have not provided adequate recreation facilities, it's up to me as union rep to help set one up, you know. Ah, good. See, look, I've already got a business partner. Cool. Uh, as you say that, and you guys sort of like make, you know, sort of like wander around to the other, to the other um, lifts, the um, facilities cabin opens, and you see, um, you see uh, Sydney, the captain of the Valentine, uh, step out and start to make his way down. He's, he's got his cigar in his mouth again, rolling it from one side to the other, and he's clearly been in there, sort of chatting with, uh, with Tuck, and Tuck follows him out, and uh, yes. Sydney comes over and he's, uh, he's like, uh, look, guys, um, we've been uh, monitoring the data pads and we can see you picked up an audio file or something. you've been looking at the video. What's uh, that's not what you went up there to do. What's what's going on? What's this all about? Dave's just going to look over at uh, Slater and go, oh, so you're monitoring our pads now, are you? I'm sure that's not in the feckin' contract, is it? Must say, I mean, anything that that are the the the, uh, the workers receive on their pads during uh, routine maintenance is, uh, you know, it's it's a private matter. What what exactly is your authority for asking that? Well, I'm the captain of this crew, uh, Slater, and uh, by so the way, like I'm a... very well familiar with the. Uh, with your uh, antics, but it's my job to make sure that my crew are safe. And if they've been looking at things they shouldn't be doing, I'm going to be the one that's going to step in the way so they don't get in trouble. So I need to know what the fuck's going on. Okay. Well, you are Why captain of the me ship. when you said that. <laughs> you, you are indeed, sir. You, you are captain of the ship, making you, uh, you know, the equivalent of a space bus driver. But we are the uh, technical members of the crew who, are, who have our own purview within that remit. You have nothing to do with the actual repair process or the governance of. A very large, slightly noticeably irritated, uh, broad-shouldered, muscular uh, Captain, uh, Captain Sidney uh, steps towards you, Slater, and he's like, I don't care about your union bullshit that you constantly spout. I'm here to make sure these guys don't die or get kicked off their job and lose their money, okay? If you've got your own little thing going on, that's that's you, okay, buddy? You do you. But if my guys have done something that's going to compromise their well-being or their futures, I need to know about it. And he looks over, he looks over at you, Gary. He's like, Gary, come on. What the fuck's going on, dude? You want to calm down there, Sydney. There's a corrupted odd. There's a corrupted file in a bit of baseline code, and it comes out as audio. Well, fuck me sideways, but that's so hard to tell me. No, God, damn you didn't it. need to fucking know, cause Gary already fixed it. Cause Gary's a fucking wizard. Get I know boy, Gary's a wizard. My Gary's job. my favorite fucking member of this crew, cause he gets the fucking job done. I'll make you tea. <laughs> God. Whoa! Is that Prim again? I tell you, she's gonna malfunction and murder us all. I 
that's probably one thing that we do actually agree on, Slater. That fucking AI started playing some smooth jazz or whatever the fuck that shit was in that cabin. Direction. Empire jazz. Ah, oh, fuck's sake! I get to play my own music again. I like being reminded of why I left home. Both the merits have been accredited to your account. However, my music is available. I just... Oh dear lord. I, 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 I just... I... Uh, have you got that file? Nice. Look, you have no right, Captain, you have no right to demand this file. It is a piece of, you know, corrupted data, which has nothing to do with your job. Why exactly do you need this, this, uh, this, this thing? Huh? He, like, Sounds leans like... into you at this point, like his cigar is quite close to your face, and he's sort of doing that whole thing where, like, he pokes you in the chest. And he's like, you listen to me, buddy. That is assault. Right, that's going on in your report. I'll step back and just, like... Type it into my pad. Physical assault by Captain Sydney. <laughs> just be like ignoring his threat, or try to. Um, he can probably Fellas. roll intimidation. Um, Gary, uh, give, give Sydney a copy of the goddamn Chinese audio bullshit. Let's get to the fucking pub. Thank you. I feel I, I'm just chucking the cassette to Sydney, and then I'm walking off in. It doesn't even matter if it's not the direction of the pub, but I'm just walking off. Okay. I'll wander um, off with Gary. Oh, uh, hopefully in the direction your... of the pub. Yeah. Gary, I've got your pass here. Uh, there's your, your ID badge. It's, it's made out to, to Larry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, then you, and then you get to the login. Ah, oh, they spelt the name Jerry. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> when you um, as you throw that disc like um, Sydney catches it and he hands it over to Braithwaite and Braithwaite like, oh cheers lads I, I just need to check it over you know just to make sure there's nothing incriminating on it you know to get anyone else in trouble no no, it's alright no um, no harm will come to you this is all all between us you know I'm just going to go listen to it now Cheers, Sydney. You know, sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> and he runs up the stairs before like Sydney can turn around and fucking lamp him. Um, that Dave is gonna wander up very close to Gary and in a very hushed voice goes, "So, you've made copies of that, haven't you? Because we need to fucking cover ourselves. Because if that's some non-compliant shit they put on there, we ain't going down for it." I mean, just so you guys know, there is. There's, there's that copy, but because it's been moved to a data pad in a sense and played on it, it's kind of like living within the system now anyway. Mm. So if someone could get onto the data pad, they could retrieve as like a temporary file or whatever. So if, obviously, like Prim would have access to it. And if well, anyone could hack the data pad remotely, I'm say, they could... it's Gary's data pad. I'm sure he could just recall the data himself. Also, yeah, no, he could. Yeah, yeah. All the tech skills to do it. Yeah. yeah. And he's saying, go and make a fucking physical. He's uh, basically. Dave saying to him, go make a physical fucking copy. I don't trust Tuck as far as I can throw the tea-soaked wanker. This is this is Gary, and he'll do it later. Yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's actually not in Gary's report to do that. Yeah, it's not in the report. It ain't getting done. That's it. If you yeah, require a copy, Gary, I have one. Wait a minute. Gary, there's a point in it for you. A point? 
Two points, you money grubbing bastard. Oh, 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 yeah. Can can I feel like he needs to roll a persuade roll here? Yeah, go on. <laughs> oh, go on, Dave. Do a persuasion. I'm very. Do I even Hell, have what, persuasion? What, what's, I'm what, sat... what, what's what's better, persuasion or your fast talk? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to roll my persuasion because that'll be a fucking miracle if that works. Where's right, your fast well, talk? Give me a well, fast you can go talk with then. Intimidate. Well, it's not wait, an intimidation. Wait, wait. It's fast talk is worse than me persuasion. Drink a fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> me fast talk is five, me persuasion is a ten. I mean... <laughs> well, you decide which one you want to roll, buddy. Oh, mate, I'm sunk either way. Go on. <laughs> oh. 68 to 10 on your persuasion roll. Um, yeah. Gary, you don't feel very persuaded by the uh, draw of beer. Um, you'll you'll do it in your own time. Yep, yeah. that's it. Um, I will say, Prim, you uh, how annoyed are you the fact that everyone ignored that you said you have a copy? Are you going to start badgering them? Um, Prim doesn't get annoyed. Prim said the thing, nobody listened. People die when that happens, so they don't care. <laughs> I'm I'm genuinely sorry, mate. I didn't actually hear you say it. No, it's it's like <laughs> as an AI that says. You know, things like warning, airlock unlocked. People don't listen. Whatever. Yeah, you're like... I just want to tell you about the airlock, not to help you. It's like, guys, the airlock's like... Oh, you know what? Fuck you guys. I can't yeah. with this shit. Hey, guys, the airlock's unlocked. Nah, all right. Whatever. <laughs> um, well, we, know, we know I'm dying, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, while all this is going on, uh, Memphis uh, strolls up to the group and uh, stands next to you, Ash. And she, she says... Um, Look, I got a notification on my datapad that Drone 7 was doing some weird stuff. Uh, would that be anything to do with you lot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't need to worry about that. Uh, we thought Ymir got a good view on some extra damage from the impact outside, so called it in. Just have a little look. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so it was, just, it was just Drone 7 you were looking at for, like, video. N nothing else? Uh, we also looked at drone 14 for footage. We used seven because it were out there while we were out there. What? We wanted to get a. Sorry, George. What drone footage did I get for the impact? I believe that came off of. Oh shit! I can't... You know what? I, I can't actually remember the number. It might have been drone eight. It might have been one of the ones you were looking at. Um. Yeah. But it was, it, it doesn't matter what particular device it came off of, you just managed to crib this video file off of there of the impact and then it being sucked off back in, back out into space sort of thing. Yeah. But Dave will volunteer that to me because he sees no reason not doing this. Hey, we got, um, um, we found video footage of the impact and we needed to find out what happened to the debris. It was all sucked back out into space. We think it made damage on the antennas. We got to go oh. out there tomorrow and have a proper look at it. Oh, right, okay. Um, have you got a, like a copy of it on your datapad or something? You could just scoot it over to mine. She pulls up like a, um, her datapad, and it's got like, you know, the, you know the Game Boy Link cable? <laughs> it's oh, basically man, kind of like that. that sort of thing. And she just sort of like holds up a datapad and the Link cable, like, hey, do you want to like trade some Pokemon sort of thing? Um, Hell yeah, I want to trade some Pokemon. Yeah. Um, anything Dave's got, because he's, this woman is head of security. 
he doesn't care enough to keep any of this secret because he's done his job properly. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she just takes a copy of that video. She's like, you know, oh, thanks guys. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll watch this over later on. Um, you all heading down to uh, the fourth deck, you know, the, the recreation area? Yeah, just popping yeah. down for a quick drink after hard day's work. You are more than welcome to join, of course. Oh, yeah, no, um, I, I don't get off for another four hours, but um, you know, uh, thanks. Um, oh, I really want to make a joke there, but it's really crap. Well, I mean, you could roll a charm roll if you want to, Ash. Uh, come on, I'm sure you can knock off a bit early and come down for another drink. Oh, it's a 15, not a 25. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no. forgot it was against a 15 last time that I somehow succeeded. So what did you get? I got a 75 against that 15. She just looks at you and she's like, um, no. I guess I'm a bit sweaty from the... Yeah, she just looks at you and she's, she's like, no, Mr. Campbell, I have a job to do. Thank you very much. Um, if you're still there and not too drunk, I might join you later on. But um, yes, yeah, so I better go off and, and watch this data file. Um, have, a good, have a good evening. Uh, and just... Be a bit careful down there. It gets a bit rowdy when everyone's on ship. Um, I've sent down some security just to just to check it over. But yeah. Oh, don't worry, Memphis. We're big boys. We can manage ourselves. Cool. And uh, with that, you guys can head off to uh, the fourth deck and uh, make your way down. Thank you for listening to episode 52 of Spectre in the Fog. Play that funky music, Drone Boy. Tracks used in this episode are Abandoned Windmill, Protein Fields, Gravity, Star Freighter, and Busy Spaceport from TabletopAudio.com. If you like the episode and have any questions or just want to say hi, you can do so on Twitter at SpectreFog or on Facebook at SpectrePod. We also have an official Discord channel, which is free for you to join, links to which are on our social media and in the episode notes. Finally, you can now also leave us a review on Spotify. Five stars would be absolutely spiffy. From all of us at Spectre in the Fog, we wish you all a happy new year and a prosperous 2023. Here's to you guys. Thanks for making 2022 a great year for the podcast. Oh, and before I forget, keep investigating. <laughs>